Why have I quit my job? Why have I, you know, bought a van? And, and why am I going to drive around the country? Well, I'm passionate about the idea that you need to be heard. And I want to stitch these stories together across the states. We're going to find the commonalities. And it's going to be really an amazing experience. And I look forward to you joining me on the job. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Tim? Yeah. Okay, good. I was unplugged for a second. Hey, everybody, and uh, welcome to Mental Health Today, a podcast really uh, all about uh, people and, and companies uh, that are in the mental health space uh, or people uh, on the journey, uh, you know, maybe telling their story about their mental health story, uh, and, you know, innovators and just different angles and different views on what's going on uh, in the mental health space. And, and I think one of the interesting things uh, about this is that it it's not just we're talking about therapy. I mean, mental health, and you immediately, I I immediately uh, picture a leather couch, a leather sofa, a therapist, and somebody laying down and having a chat. And and that's you know that's what I grew up with, and that will that will never erase out of my head. It's the first image I I see when I hear mental health, and the explosion of what the definition is and how we look at what mental health is now in the last, I don't know how many, how it's going over the last few years. Uh, but certainly one of the interesting places it gets to is, is your body and your physical health and the parts around, you know, how that contributes to your mental health, the chemistry and, you know, the brain is pretty complex and there's a lot of body parts connected to it. So we're starting to find out, you know, there's a lot going on. It's not just stories or things that happened, you know, when you were 16. Um, and so, you know, it's kind of, I, I had one really, uh, a, a good friend has been on both shows, my, my jar podcast on this show. And he was talking how he has PTSD trauma from medical procedures and dentistry. And, uh, so we, we both had a giggle around that because I had my fair, I had my fair share of, uh, metal floating around in my life, uh, <laughs> in my mouth, I should say, uh, over the most of my life, thankfully all of it's out. Um, but you know, you start you start realizing that there's a lot going on in the in the oral part, right in the mouth. And I and our next guest, uh, Dr. Tim Doolin, he he messaged me uh, to have a chat around uh, dentistry and, and health, and just you know, kind of expand connections on LinkedIn. And I thought, oh man, you said you said the right words. Let's let's get on a podcast and talk about the the correlation, the relationship between dental health and um, and mental health, um, and so. You know, doctor, let's uh, let's get started. I don't want to I don't want to hold the show up. Yeah. You know, you've I, I kind of talked earlier and said I imagined, you I'm know, sorry. when you were. You know, yeah. My son just walked in the door. Let me okay. put him back yeah, in his room. That's sorry. OK. You want to if you want to join, that's OK, too. We're a family show. So, Dr. Tim and I were talking offline and and I was kind of remarking and joking with him that. You know, he likely, as a wide-eyed boy going into dental school, uh, anticipated <laughs> and had a vision of, you know, ten- I'm just I'm just telling the story, the backstory, Tim. And, Sorry. You know, that, you know, yeah, it's okay. It's that this is a, this normal life, man. This is a real life now. And you know, going into dental school and imagining, envisioning what the practice would be like that you'd work in, and what your day would be like, and you know, the kind of conversations you'd have. Uh, and you'd be doing good work, and but would you make these kind of connections, and could you impact people's lives beyond just dentistry? 
making some other kind of connections. And so I was kind of asking, we were going down that road and you said, well, yeah. I got a story. I have a patient once. Welcome yes. to the show, doctor. Thank And thanks for being a guest. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah. You know, so dental school for me, it was all about learning as much as possible. I am in a very rural area. And so okay. be- because of that, I, I knew that I would have to know how to do everything. Yes. Um, I really, I wasn't focused as much on trying to learn outside of dentistry and learning um, kind of the nuances and the, the newer things that we're learning about dentistry. I, mm-hmm. I, wasn't, uh, I wasn't as interested in the history either. Um, and so... I had a patient walk into my practice two years into me working and he came up to me and said, you know, I cannot breathe. And I just read this book called breath. Uh, It was written by James Nestor. Uh, And he told me that there's all these dental appliances that can be used to allow you to breathe again. And our bodies are being destroyed by breathing. And there's so many Mm. things that we can connect uh, to breathing and, um, and what we can learn from all of that. Uh, Then what I got into um, was I started going down a rabbit hole of, uh, from breath, I read all of James Nestor, or sorry, not James Nestor, um, Weston Price's uh, information. Weston Price studied the human development in the 1940s and how the skull develops. Then wow. okay. from, from there, Weston Price's information was taken by a woman named Sally Fallon, and she wrote books on the ideal diet for the human. And I started following this whole rabbit hole to appliances that would fix all of the issues that humans now have because our diets are destroyed. Yeah. And then because our diets are destroyed, our breathing's destroyed. Because breathing's destroyed, everything chemically in our body is thrown off. And it starts from a very early age. And so that's wild. Quickly after getting into um, getting down all of this, I started working with Dr. Belfour out of Manhattan. He he invented a a device called the homeoblock. The homeoblock was invented as an aesthetic device, and he was able to start using it to restore people's faces naturally and restore the function Mm. of everything naturally. The problem that I had with that was I couldn't use it on children. And the biggest issue that we find is the the lack of breathing that is going on in our children in in today's society. We're finding that ADD, ADHD, we're finding a lot of depression, we're finding even autistic symptoms are all associated with issues with how we breathe. Wow, interesting. and the fact that we really aren't breathing. I mean, kids now are, it's amazing how many kids actually have sleep apnea and no child should have sleep apnea. We should. That's develop. crazy. It, it is. And we should develop with none of these issues. And because they aren't sleeping properly, their chemicals are going way. Oh. Out and then they have ADD, ADHD. The other issue is mouth breathing. So most of our society nowadays, mouth breathes. 
It's okay. A, it's a very normal thing. Um, and well, it shouldn't be normal. I, I <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yes. It's something that unfortunately a lot of people have. And in the book, Brett, one of the interesting things that, that sent me down this whole path was uh, the author and a close friend of his that is a scientist out of Sweden. They tape their mouth shut for an entire week, breathe just through their nose, recorded their exact routine, their diet, everything that they did. And then they copied it a couple weeks later and did the same routine with their okay. nose. And so they shut okay. their whole nose and they compared the difference of breathing through their mouth to their nose. And a lot of the things that they experienced were their vitals changing, their mood changing. Uh, they didn't feel as happy, as good as they should feel. And <laughs> that's they, great, right? Really? Like you go, let, that's when you start going, what's going, then what's going on? Absolutely. And, and so getting in with Dr. Belfour, we start we started talking about a chemical called nitric oxide. So nitric oxide is the most important chemical that's not talked about in our body. We create it in our sinuses. And when we breathe, we, when we breathe into our, through our nose, we create nitric oxide and then it goes to the rest of the body. Nitric oxide is going to open all of your blood vessels and it's going to allow and the oxygen to properly flow to everywhere in your body. Whoa. If oxygen's not flowing to your brain properly, you're going to have a lot of symptoms from it. And and that's where my whole thing started. And it's really just gone haywire from there. Um, (laughs) That's kind of crazy. The one guy and you read one book and then you're coming up for air. Yeah. On a different continent, a different continent. Yeah, I've, I've become obsessed with it at this point. Um, the problem is, is I'm still in a very rural area and I still have to provide care to all my patients. Sure. Um, but, you know, the reason that I, I like coming on this stuff isn't because I can make money doing it. It's because I want people to know about this. And unfortunately, yes. it's not being talked about. And that's what really bothers me is that no one is talking about the fact that we need to change how we breathe and all of the breathing is associated with how we develop in the first five years of life. So it's how long we breastfeed for. It's how long or what type of foods we're eating. Um, are we eating mushy mm. foods? Are we eating harder to eat foods? Are we teaching our children uh, to eat vegetables very early in life? Uh, and not so much because of the fiber of vegetables, but actually because it is hard to chew and having to work for your food develops your jaw. Yeah. Yeah. develops your jaw. Right. And then it's, it's also when you get into Weston Price's books, he looks at the different tribal people and all those different tribal people are eating very wild meats. They're eating wild roots, um, everything. Again, it's hard to eat, but it's also it's digested very specifically by our body. And it's very healthy for us because of that. And so when you look mm-hmm. at tribal people, they never have crooked teeth and they don't even have cavities. They don't have to brush their teeth. They don't have to do anything. It's because they have a perfect diet. Their body functions better. And that's why they don't have a lot of the issues that we have in society. 
Yeah, because they're eating they're, they're eating what they're supposed to eat. Absolutely. Yeah. What does that diet look like now? What does that it, diet look like? Yeah. So it actually it it really. I mean, I'm guessing it's not Doritos. Uh, it's not Doritos BLT sandwich flavor. So at the root of it, the two worst things for you are processed sugar and processed flour. Those are yeah. at at the root of it, the worst things. Now you can get farther into it and they even have diets that are based on genetics. Uh, so mm. they can figure out that, you know, your family is from this region because you are, you know, your genes go back to this type of tribal people. So mine would be Celtic going okay. back to it, Celtic people. I would lamb. Would be really- <laughs> I'm so sorry. Lamb and haggis. Yeah. It actually, it shouldn't be really haggis. Haggis would be something that's too soft for the body. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, a, a really big one that isn't talked about is fermented uh, fruits and vegetables. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Are very healthy for the body. And that's where yeah. what Sally Fallon did was Sally Fallon took her, uh, all the research that was done over the last century and wrote books breaking down exactly what the ideal diet for the human should be um, talking about more uh, hard to eat meats, wild. Yes. Meats. So yeah. in my household, we, we kill an elk every year um, and we go fishing weekly and that is a lot of our, our food. And then fortunately we have, we live in a rural area. So we have a, a sheep farmer and um, a cow farmer in the area that we buy a full sheep from and a quarter cow from yearly. So we have awesome meat. Um, but that's great every, stuff there. Not everyone has that ability and that's, what's really yep. difficult. Um, yeah. And as we've started to modernize things, we need to be aware of the, where food is really coming from and, and what's in our food. I come from a background of very Western medicine. Um, I was actually, my mother was a, um, a natural pharmacist. And so she worked at a pharmacy, she, but it was a very natural based pharmacy. So they, okay. for allergies, for example, they would give you a spray of all of the local allergens to make you more immune to those allergens over time. And and things like that is what I grew up with, but I resented it because me and my mom never quite got along and, and I moved away from it. And Uh, so that's such a great story. Have you come back around now? Yeah, unfortunately, (laughs) fortunately (laughs) and unfortunately. Yes. Was she great? Was she graceful in your homecoming? uh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, now she loves the fact that that's all I talk about is, you know, this is what you need to do. I was just in Alaska recently, and I bought her a bunch of uh, wild blueberry bushes or plants. Okay. Um, and so she could put them in her yard. She lives in Southern California, so everything grows well. And yeah, <laughs> oh, that's a classic. That's a classic story right there. Just the mom, mom and son part. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've got. I mean, good news is you've got a good background. You've got a good training, right? It was there. You saw it as a kid. You probably the imprinting. You probably don't even realize how imprinted yeah. it is. You know, it's it's. You've got a lot of, to draw on. Uh, as far as absolutely no yeah but Um, so for me uh, and part of why this bothered me so much was 
I was very athletic growing up. I, I liked participating in pretty much every sport. Uh, and I wanted to be in everything. Um, mm. In high school, I was in four different sports. Um, okay. And going into college, I gave up sports because I had a full ride for academics. Um, but it was, it was really that I... I couldn't breathe anymore. Uh, and I got to a point where I couldn't do the cardio. And so when I got into all this, I found out I was a mouth breather. I'm a chronic mouth breather. And because of that, when I get into intensive cardio, I can't keep up the way that I should be able to, uh, the way that my muscles will happily do it. I can't breathe for it. Um, I do live at 85, I live at 8,500 feet elevation but I, I still should be able to after adapting to it, you know, for a few years. Um, yeah. It, and it, it was really disappointing and difficult for me to, to kind of give up a lot of sports. And now I golf fish and hunt. Um, so things have changed pretty significantly. Yeah. That's a different animal. Well, at least you're, I, I think you're active, right? I mean, sports you transition a little bit, right? You can you get older. Also time and what you're going to do with your, if you have kids and your yeah. family, uh, you know, how much time can you dedicate it to, you can't be a marathon runner or you could be a marathon, but maybe like a triathlon would be kind of hard to do with a family. Yeah. Without a lot of personal sacrifice, especially also with the dentist in the practice. Yeah. What, yeah. what part of the country are you in? So I'm in Northern New Mexico, Angel Fire. Um, okay. Oh, okay. So we are about 45 minutes from Taos. That would be the, the more commonly known place where two, Two hours north of Santa Fe, three and a half hours south of Colorado Springs. Okay, I'm just looking on my on my travel <laughs> on my travel guide because uh, you know I'm I'm in the I'm in Kansas now and I'm slowly making okay. my way. So I'm just checking to see if I'm if you're in my I know I'm close that I know for yeah. sure. Um, so so we're a big oh yeah, so tell us, yeah. Area. You're a big yeah. Tell us about the the blocker the the you were talking about the the. The thing to help yeah. with mouth breathing, this because I heard you know that Joe. I hate to say get Joe Rogan, but Joe Rogan has advertised yep. those mouth rings where you yep. chew, and it's a it's like basically just an ex, a jaw exerciser, and you just yes. chew it and chew it. Anyway, yes. so what have you got? What is that? So yeah, there's a few different things. Um, depending on the severity of things, you know, I when I sit down with a patient, we try to figure out exactly how severe your case might be. The ideal one that I like using is the homeo block for an adult. Um, the homeo block is a, a natural way to promote facial development while you're sleeping. So every time you swallow, you push on your homeo block, and uh, it's a retainer basically that sits at the roof of your mouth. When you push on it, there's little springs that touch the back of each tooth. Those springs will activate the teeth and tell them that they need to move. And we see oh, an open it up. Yeah. So we will see natural growth and development of your face uh, as this continues to happen. Mm. So every month or whenever we decide, uh, you will adjust the homeo block and we'll make sure that it's still fitting and it'll continue to do that until over the course of two years we've actually redeveloped your face and given wow. you given you proper 
space. The, the biggest difficulty I have with it is it's a natural process. And so because of that, it's extremely unpredictable. We don't know how it's going to affect mm. everyone. Um, but usually it's incredible. Uh, usually the benefits are amazing for people. And I have people coming back often. Um, I'd say I see probably five homeoblock patients a week. And okay. they are all saying that this has happened. That's happened. Whether my patient yesterday was telling me how she no longer has migraines and her migraines have completely disappeared because of that. And that's where this all gets into the mental health aspect is when yes. your migraines are gone. Oh my gosh. Oh, the, oh. the changes in your life. Um, Cause for her, it was a daily thing. Um, and her issue was oh her jaw development and her jaw didn't fit into her, the skull properly. And so as we have changed everything, it started to rest better and she's starting to wow. feel the difference of that on the muscles. So they are no longer tense against the skull. Ah, that's what's happening. It's the, it's the, the actual tension. Yeah. Yeah. Align the alignment. Yeah. And it's different for every person, you know, what's yeah, sure, what sure, sure. causing different things. Um, and, and that's why it's, for me, it's so cool is to take a 3D x-ray and figure out on someone, here's all the things that I can help you with. Here's all the ways I can help you. Yeah. Um, and it's up to you on your commitment of what you would like to see done. Yeah. And it's, I, I think the natural way, like you said, I think the other thing that's tough about that, it's very slow or it would seem slow, I think for a patient, yeah. right? Yeah. Night. You know, it's a lot of work. It's, it's, I got to add this into my lifestyle and 90 days later, you know, the body's maybe just starting to go, okay, I guess this is permanent. Maybe we should start to react, right? Up until then, the body's like, maybe this will just go away if I wait long enough. Absolutely. Right? Everyone yeah. is different with it. And that's what's so difficult as the dentist, you know, I'll have a patient who just spent thousands of dollars on this treatment and they're coming back a month later, like nothing's happened. What? A, yeah. Why am I spending this money? Fortunately, after six months, I've never had yes. someone going back saying nothing's happening. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's that first few months that's really difficult. And some people, they don't want to follow through. They they just decide that it is not for them. Um, and that's the hardest thing for me is I can see what's going on. Yeah. And that there is a solution to it. And they just aren't interested in dedicating um, themselves to fixing it. Yeah, that's that's got to be tough. That's got to be tough. So it, it, it's it's interesting because I look at um, one of the things that I've always looked at and I've wondered about are you know those, the people are putting these mouth devices on <laughs> to breathe at night, to yeah. sleep at night. Yeah, and just like I I just look at that and I'm like, holy cow, man. I don't know what I would do if that, if that was me and I had to do that. Uh, I you know, just don't know what that kind of despair that would be laying, going to bed. I, I wouldn't even want to go to sleep or, or I'd sleep four hours and I'd get up. So fortunately um, it, it has evolved a lot and it's gotten better. Um, CPAPs are still the, one of the main ways that we treat any sleep apnea. Uh, okay. The reason why is because it's a guaranteed result. Uh, if, if someone is not tolerant of a sleep at CPAP, then we will start considering other options for them. Um, okay. but like the homeoblock, as much as that helps with sleep, 
it is not a sleep device. Yeah, yeah, that's not. It's not okay. And, it's not going to fix. I, it's not going to fix sleep apnea. And sometimes, or, I, yeah, know, maybe we, okay. see, we do see significant results with it, but we cannot advertise it as a yeah. sleep appliance. Um, yeah. There are sleep appliances that I use, so that is another thing because. The, with sleep apnea, if you are an adult suffering from sleep apnea, it is going to cause you severe issues everywhere in your life. Man, and and most of the patients who are put on CPAPs, and you know when we diagnose it and tell them you need to go get a CPAP, they come back to us singing praises because they sleep so much better throughout the. Okay, night. then so yeah, maybe it is. Then maybe it is a beautiful. Like it's not a. I guess when you're it, when you're not sleeping, I guess anything that helps you is a miracle. Absolutely. It's a desperation. Um, and it's not even for most of those patients. It's not that they aren't sleeping uh, consciously. They think yes, that they are yeah. asleep. They think they're sleeping. Yeah. But they yeah. wake up tired. They their partner tells them sometimes that they stop breathing throughout the night. I mean, I have a patient who they stop breathing 200 times a minute. It is that bad. And, you know, they, they say it's like drowning, right? It feels like you're like people that yeah. describe it. They're, sometimes they wake up in a dream and it feels yeah. like they thought they were drowning. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> and you're, it's not a dream. It's you're actually it's, drowning. Yeah. No, we're finding that it is a huge cause of death in America. And it it's not something that we've really ever talked about or diagnosed as a, a significant cause of death because it, we can't guarantee it. Basically, the person just stops breathing and it's going to cause your whole body to shut yeah, down. Cause cause of death would just be the you know natural causes, right? It would look like I, natural causes. I, I'm not sure how they had diagnosed it forever, but um, it's something that was not um, truly recognized as a, a standard yeah. cause of death. Um, yeah. And so it's extremely unfortunate. Now, it's becoming more and more prevalent. You know, now we see commercials about it on TV. Um, we see they've invented quite a few appliances for it. They've invented mm -hmm. um, different solutions to it, which are awesome. Um, but yeah, anytime I see anyone who might have sleep apnea, it's something that we bring up right away because the reality is, is that's going to affect everything in your body. Okay. And when Very we're talking about when we're talking about mental health, any patient that brings up mental health to me or, you know, checks it on their, on their mm. uh, patient intake, yeah, form, I want to figure out what might be going on chemically in their body to make them have this issue. Um, yes, PTSD is one thing, but to be suffering from a mental disorder that doesn't have a, a true underlying cause I want to find that cause. Is it, is it? Yeah. Is it chemical? What is it? Yeah. It's interesting. What are you thinking about next? What are you working on now? What's I'm just looking at the time. Um, maybe we got thought we got time for maybe some thoughts on what are you thinking about now? What's your, what are you, what's your new rabbit hole or, or are yeah. you still, are you digging out of the other one? And then uh, maybe some thoughts and, you know, some, some ideas, how people can find you and stay in touch and get into your network. Yeah. So, you know, the next thing I would like to see, um, and I don't know if it's going to be me that starts it or someone else. Um, I want to see truly integrative healthcare, um, where you someone and, comes, you and me both, my brother. 
Yeah, someone. So I want to, my absolute ideal, my dream is I want to build a clinic that is someone walks in, it looks like a spa and it has no resemblance of a, a medical dental facility. And you are taken to a room where you are basically given a tour of your body. And that's how I want it to be described is we, yes, we'll still have to take blood. We'll still have to do images and all of that stuff so that we can properly assess things. But I want to be, get a group of doctors together where we can properly give patients mm -hmm. tours of their body. So they know every possible thing that we can find um, to, to show them what might be going on and what might be wrong. Um, there, I, I just don't, I don't find it acceptable the way that healthcare is run right now. Um, I agree. I agree you know, with that. Dentistry in many times we treat it just like going to our mechanic, you know, and we feel like we're going to the mechanic, you know, you're getting the oil change and all of a sudden I've got this, 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 this need to be fixed. Um, it's and, true. It's really true. You know, I came from a very difficult situation dental wise. Um, I went to a lot of bad dentists growing up because unfortunately my parents couldn't afford otherwise. And, you know, it really kills me when I have a child come in who's just been traumatized by some other dentist. And I think the experience can be entirely different. You know, when a child comes into my office, one of the first things they know is I almost never will use a shot or a drill on a child. There is no reason to use those in standard practice on children. There are so many alternatives now that a dentist should be trained in. They are common practice uh, all over the world. And we can easily change how all of this healthcare, how everything is provided. Um, so that that's really my next five the year. Next yeah, I really want to see something change. I, I love that. I, you know, the one thing I've, um, you know, the one thing that I have picked up is in the short time kind of talking to people like, you know, in the space um, is how much of the physical health and the other things that we see, the manifestations of, of you know, symptoms of underlying yeah. causes. And you, yeah. I love how you've touched on that today in your, in your pursuit to find help for somebody, you know, I can't breathe and all right, what's going on. And, you start getting down to root cause. Yeah. And I think this is, you know, it would be so much better if medical, the medical side of it was also fully understanding the whole picture. You know, I think doctors also operate, you know, with the data they've got, but they don't know the dental health side, right? They don't know the dental history. If you got a practice where that's part of your history, that should, you should be known. That should, you should know what's going on in someone's the history of the, of the dental side. Um, and then but the, you know, the mental it's all, and then it's just all linked, you know, it's us, all linked for us to disconnect everything the way that we do. Yes. Yeah. That's what it is. This is a perfect description. Actually, what we've done is we've broken out someone's a, a person's health and broke it into a vertical, little vertical businesses. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's, it's unfortunate because for medicine, a lot of it is due to insurance. It's due to pharmacies. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't know how that's going to change. How how are we going to be able to compensate a doctor the same way? Um, because it's going to cost 
more money unless we get rid of insurance and start investing in other places. Um, and that's where this, I, I've, with multiple partners that I've talked to, it is, we always hit a dead end is how do we collect for just straight knowledge for teaching someone mm. about things instead of prescribing them um, this medicine or that medicine. Um, there's not, not really a code to on. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. It, this is, yeah. The insurance side is really brutal and you got legislation in there and then you've got uh, trial attorneys right around the corner. Um, when anybody makes a mistake. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. It's, t- it's brutal. Uh, how do people, I mean, we've got the, the website up, Angel, uh, angelfirefamilydentistry.com. Um, are you doing yeah. any other, are you doing any speaking anywhere else or any plans? You know, I haven't started really uh, doing too much in terms of speaking. It's been a few podcasts here and there. Um, I'm wanting, I guess, to get into more, like I said, yeah. you know, I'm not trying to make a million dollars doing this. I'm trying to get the word out that things can be done differently. Um, I love talking to people. So if someone does have questions, um, they can always email me. It's, uh, best email is just my office email, which is angelfiredental at gmail. Uh, anyone's welcome to ask questions for me and, yeah, and we go great. from there. Super. Well, get you started on your own podcast. I think it's probably the next step, you know, I imagine. I don't, every, I don't think I have the time for that. Yeah. Everybody would love to get you on the call. Uh, Dr. And thanks so much for being a guest, um, taking your time out and sharing your passion. Uh, this is really cool. And I love, I love anybody that's willing to go down a rabbit hole. Uh, you're my, you're, you're my, you're my, you're my kind of people. Um, and if you Thanks don't mind, get, yeah. I, I would yeah. like to give just one piece of advice to anyone yes. that is suffering with anything. Um, mm. There are two really quick solutions. I make zero money on either of them. Okay. okay. One of them is uh, the relaxator by um, Anders Olsen. He invented this device to, it's a one-way valve um, to help you breathe better. So Basically, um, it's a forced exhale breathing when you have okay. to push, when you have to force air out, oh, yeah, it yeah. Is going, it's going to promote widening of the airway and then you have to breathe through your nose with it. The other thing that I would recommend to every person, and um, it's something that's becoming significantly more common, is mouth tape. We should yeah. be taping our mouths shut at night. If you are snoring in any way, if you are doing anything like that, you should talk to a doctor about taping your mouth shut. Um, I know it sounds absolutely crazy, but what it does is it starts stimulating that pathway of breathing through our nose and the nose is a use it or lose it. The more you use it, the better it's going to start working again. Um, And so it's just take a strip of Go get any medical tape. Um, I like using the uh, clear or the brown medical tape um, and just one strip from top of the lip, bottom, and keep it shut. <laughs> I'm going to try it tonight. Uh, okay. it's just, well, and what, the, the name of the first one, maybe make sure, shoot me that in an email later or something or yeah. put it in the chat so I can grab that and make sure it's in the, the podcast notes. 
Yeah, so it's called the Relaxator. Um, the Relaxator. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of his company. It's uh, um, oh man, there I can. We can do it later. It real send it to me. Yeah, send it to me yeah. later. I'm a, another let me, let me... another one that is incredible that I just was invented is the remastered sleep straw. Um, sleep straw. Okay. So it, basically, what it does is it teaches you to suckle again. When you start doing that with your tongue, it, you have to drink with it a very specific way. It will promote widening of the face again. And it'll get the tongue forward in a very healthy place so that you start breathing better. Oh, as opposed to in the back for a mouth breather. Yep. Genius. So super cheap things that people can do right away at home. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars on appliances as much as I would love to make you one. Yeah, yeah. We well, should make sure you get these get these up on the website. Get a little store up on the website. A little hot link. <laughs> yeah. uh, a little hot link. Again, Dr. Tim, thanks, man. A bunch. Um, I got a little quick commercial, and then I'll yeah. see you on the other side. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the, the show today. Uh, Mental, Mental Health Today, uh, really sponsored by the JAR Foundation. And uh, come find us on either – either YouTube or Facebook um, or Instagram, find the jar podcast and follow us there as well and see that journey. Thanks again, everybody. Yeah. Loose baby. But we're about to go and make this vessel with these great professionals yeah. in public glass. We're not part of the community, but we're from the outer family of glass blowing. Yeah. We're going to go make a magical giant jar with optic lenses so that if you turn it it changes all the time so if you change the way you look at things the things you look at change 